You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. But I am talking about friendship. And we're talking about a godly friendship and something that we have access to here. It goes beyond fellowship. It goes beyond the, the, uh, the social engagements, the, 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 the passing by uh, of, of reconnecting on, on, during services and maybe during the week. You know, it goes beyond that. It's the, it's the friendship that God can give us. So we're going to be talking about godly friendship. And I've got a text verse for you. So if you open up your Bibles to 1 Samuel 18, 1 through 4, whether it's the whether we'll come back to it, I'm not sure, but it's, it's kind of, it's where I started um, thinking about um, friendship and how God designed, I think God is the major architect of godly friendships. So uh, 1 Samuel 18, uh, 1 through 4, and obviously in, in, in Samuel, we're, we're, we're studying about David and, and as he, um, as he takes, begins to, uh, he kills Goliath, he's anointed, he's going to be king. Um, but if you get into 18, verse 1 through 4, And it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that, Saul, that the soul of Jonathan, Saul's son, was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. And Saul took him that day, and he would, uh, not, he would let him no more uh, go home to his father's house. So no more to go to Jesse's house. He was, he was part of the, the, the kingdom there. Then, so basically, a, he became a brother to Jonathan um, and to serve uh, Saul. And Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of his robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments, even his sword and his bow and his girdle. I'm sure there is a lesson about what those objects mean to a royalty. I'm not going to go into that, but it is very important. It's very important to Jonathan and so much so that he wanted to give it to his best friend. Um, this is a relationship that God put together. I hope, my, my, my whole thing through this is, is not to brag about anything, but to hope that you have that. And I saw it this weekend a few times. I was reminded of it, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, we have a picture of true friendship with David and Jonathan. And I think you can only have true friendship, I really do believe this, when God's involved. I mean, we have friends out in the world, but you can be unequally yoked, and you know what happens with that. But when we have God involved, much like in a marriage relationship, when God's involved, and you draw closer to God, you draw closer together. Same thing happens in friendships. And so my prayer would be that if you need to take an introspective look and say, do I have these friendships, or could I have these friendships, or could I be a friend to be in one of these friendships? I hope that's the case. It should be all of our goals. But we see that this is the picture of true friendship between David and Jonathan. God designed friendship. He started this with Adam. If you go into Genesis 1.26, um, he created Adam for fellowship. And uh, in, in verse 26, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. He wanted fellowship. I mean, he could have stopped with the animals and it's fun to have a dog. I miss my, I miss my dog. 
but he's not a true godly friend. And so God created man for friendship. But he went a step further. He realized that God is everything to us. He, he, he can be our everything. But he realizes the need for physical friendship. And so he made a help me. Uh, he made uh, uh, Eve, uh, a wife, um, the first true best friend for someone uh, on earth. Um, and that was in Genesis uh, 2.18. And the Lord said, it is not good that man should be alone, but I, I will make a helpmeet for him. So we see that God designed this friendship. He designed marriage. He designed uh, the, this communication together of people. We had a wonderful fellowship at a, at a wedding this, this weekend. And, and uh, I see a couple smiles because I had some good conversations with some people. We had some good old friends visiting this weekend. The Joneses were here. If you don't know the Joneses, that's a family you want to know. Uh, they're just on fire for the Lord. But not everybody's going to be as close to everybody. It's, it's okay. But there are some people I do know that are knit. I know the Davises and the Joneses. They're like all the peas in a pod. They're knit together. She, in fact, uh, Miss, uh, Miss Davis used that word. They're just knit. And when they, when they got back together from visiting, it was like they had never been apart. I do have that with a friend of mine. Now, my best friend is my wife. I will admit that. And I wanted to marry my best friend, and I did. But it is nice to have a guy who are on the same page who can, who can, you know what, get me back on back straight, question me, admonish me, encourage me. And I do. I have a, you've met, some of you have met my friend Matt Morales. He's a military. We were in the military for 20 years together, stationed in multiple places. I believe God put that together. And we retired together. He's here in Grass Valley. And every time we get together, it's as if we were never apart. It's a, it's, it's a friendship that was knitted, I believe. Me and him, his wife, my wife, their family, our family. And it's because God's in the center of it. And we have that ability here in a church. That's why a church is designed not to just be a social gathering place. It's designed to be this, this organism that, that uh, lives and breathes together and grows together and encourages and admonishes. And some, and some will have closer friendships than others. And I pray you would look for that. If you, and if you don't have that, first look at yourself. What am I doing to be a friend? Because that's the first thing. Never, never, never get upset that people aren't friendly to you. Always look at yourself first. How am I towards people? My daughter and I were talking about school. She's getting to, um, in college, getting to be around a lot of college students. And they're away from home, and it's an exciting time. And you're going to have some college students that are going to be uh, maybe a little flighty. And they're going to be, you know, they'll have this friend this week and a different friend. Does this, does this sound familiar, uh, you know, Nate? I mean, it, it, you have this. But are you the steady one that's just there? And she, she actually got encouraged by a friend of hers and said, Celia, you're just, you're just always there. And I said, so, so we discussed why. why? And I think, it becomes with, I think it comes with a little maturity. I think it comes with a little self-assurance in yourself. People are, are drawn to that. So this idea of, of friendship. Now there's something that's, that's the discouraging part of it, especially when you have friends that don't live here anymore, is it hurts 
when they leave. And I thought about Sandy. Uh, we have a, a, several ladies in here who are very close to Sandy, got to work with her, and they're best friends. I, I will just say that. I think they were best friends, and they're hurting here now. Excited for Sandy, excited for the adventure that she has set out on with Ryan, who is her new best friend. But there's an, the hole. And uh, I remember that happened to me when Matt left. They, they lived with us for two months as they were waiting to go on an assignment. We said, come live with us. Make a lot of money and uh, save it. And go, you know, go to Puerto Rico afterwards. And, and, uh, and I went into a funk when he left. And Cheryl had to call me out of it. I said, what is wrong with you? And I said, well, my, my other best friend left. And she said, well, grieve and get over it. We got, we got to keep moving on. She was right. She was right. And I'm not saying get, I mean, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to, to hurt because you're excited for someone, but now they've, they've gone. And so, um, so this, 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 this idea of friendship and having this God-knitted fellowship with someone. So if God is the designer of friendship, He's got to have some characteristics of the friendship. And so we'll have uh, today, we'll have a, uh, it's not going to be a long message, although it's going pretty good. I'm trying not to get on any rabbit trails, but if I do, that's okay. But Miss, Miss Stephanie did tell me to keep it short because, uh, no, I'm just joking. She didn't. Uh, but we may go get, let's go get ice cream afterwards. I'd say it's a good hot day, good ice cream night. But um, what are the true characteristics of true friendship? Oh, well, number one, honesty. Honesty. Um, in order to have true friendship with someone, you have to be able to be honest and take honesty. Um, if you open up to Ephesians 4.25, Ephesians back into the New Testament, we were looking at the Old Testament with David, but in, in Ephesians, GE, remember GE Power Company, GE after Corinthians, so Ephesians. Ephesians 4.25, Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Uh, it's talking about, uh, about that honesty. Not only are we careful to speak only the truth, but let's be willing to speak the truth when it hurts. And that's what I was saying with my friend who can admonish me and I need to be able to take it. Faithful, Proverbs 27, 6. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Real friendship includes the appropriate accountability and a genuine concern for the spiritual condition of others. So do you have that? Do you, if you, do you have someone that you can uh, be honest with? Um, hopefully, I, I hope that that spouse relationship is that way. It ought to be, but I hope that there's uh, maybe some, someone outside of that. It, maybe it's a time to, to go have breakfast with a friend, just to, just to, just to connect and, and encourage, help, help people, young, young people, help people in their marriages, and just encourage people in their lives. So this idea of honesty, that's, a, that's number one. Number two, dependability. I think this can be one of the hardest ones because we can be very selfish. It's, it's very easy to get selfish about what you're doing and uh, where you're going to be. And, but dependability, um, 
Uh, and sometimes you can be that person who's always dependable, and sometimes you can be the person who always is needy. Do you want to, we should always evaluate that in our lives. Or am I a person who's always in need, or am I the one who can be dependable and be, be a help to others? John uh, 15, 12 through 14. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that, he may, uh, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what, whatsoever I command you. I love the motto that, I, I've said this before, but the motto that my dad had with, on his patch when he was in rescue. I think you remember this one. That others may live. It's, that's, that's really kind of the idea of a, of a friendship, is that others may live. It's, it's the other's life is more important than mine, really. Um, and uh, and for, the, for the rescue, uh, the PJ, the pararescue, para the, it was that uh, I'm going to sacrifice myself, but others can get out and keep fighting the fight. This is a love that is steady, this dependability. It's a love that's steady and doesn't vacillate with our moods, but remains consistent. And it's fueled by Christ's love for us. Whenever in doubt, we can always look at Christ and how to love. Because he loved for us. He loved so much that he was willing to give his life for us when we didn't deserve it. And we sometimes may have friends that right now, they don't deserve my love or they don't deserve me to, uh, but I love them. So, a dependability, but also, finally, an encouragement. We need the strength and encouragement of godly friends who are going the same direction spiritually that we are. It's hard if you're not going the same spiritually. And if one refuses to, then that, that, that friendship can be put in jeopardy. But uh, if we look at Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, two are better than one because they have good reward for their labor. But if they fall, and the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him. It's really a model of why we have church work days and things like that, because we get more accomplished when we all work together. Man, we got, the, we got this place reset up, and, and we praise the Lord we did not have to uh, do a, a total changeover on the last um, uh, banquet we had. Um, the auditorium's auditorium, but we, we did a cleanup on Saturday, and, and everybody just worked together, got it done, and it, it's because we were working together. And that, that friendship, when you have a godly friendship with someone, that's kind of how that is. I, I remember <laughs> a little joke one time. Um, I had moved to... Uh, to Washington, D.C. We're getting stationed there. And, and, and our friend Matt was already there. They'd been there a year. And uh, it was the first time I was introduced to five guys. Anybody been, ever been introduced? You know, praise the Lord. It's good. You know, you're five guys or you're in and out. But, you know, you can be both, I think. Um, so it was the first time we ever were introduced to five guys. Uh, but I wasn't with Matt. I, I had the girls and Cheryl was going to get a haircut uh, or hair, hairdressing, whatever. So I said, well, you go do your thing. We'll drop you off, and we'll go to Five Guys, and we'll get some, some uh, lunch. Never been in there. So I had these two little girls. I mean, they're, they're this big. And um, we go in, and I see this, and I go, okay, all right. I'll have three doubles and uh, three order of fries. And the girl looks at me, and she goes, you never been here, have you? <laughs> nope. 
okay. <laughs> so, so we pay and we come, she gives us our food and gives us this giant bag, you know, they, they fill the cup and they put it in there and they put more. And they did that three times. And so we sit down and, and you're supposed to, I, I look around and I see you're supposed to open the bag up and just eat all the fries there. And then my phone rings. And we're all sitting there just looking at this going, there's no way. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm a dad. I have to finish all of this, you know. <laughs> uh, and so I get a phone call. Oh, it's Matt. He, hey, what are you doing? We just sat down to a mountain of fries. He goes, I'll be there in five minutes. So he and the boys come over in five minutes and help us with our problem. <laughs> that that would, I know that's not a major problem, but it was just one of those things. You go, thank you, dude. <laughs> I really need help. But... Um, it's one of those that we work together. And I pray that you're seeking those friendships, that you're being those friends to be. And we do. We have folks here. I know um, I see people getting knitted together. And I want you guys to do that. Don't, don't get fearful to love someone even though they might leave a year from now. You know, we have military here. And they, they'll, they'll get assignments. I, I, we joke with the pastor. I said, I told, first thing I told him, I said, Pastor, we'll be here two years. I'm going to love this church for the two years I'm here, and then we're going to be gone. That wasn't God's plan. But he loved me anyway. And he didn't go, okay, I got I to gotta put a reserve on this friendship and being your pastor because he's going to leave. And he doesn't do that with anybody. If you're coming to this church, you're, he, he's your pastor. And we need to be friends with even though it may be a temporary. We have some that are in school and they're just here for the summers. And, and then who knows what happens after school? Maybe they're going to get a job somewhere else. This might not be their life. For the, but God always has a church. If you, see, if you seek him, he'll, he'll have what you need. So, so two are better than one. Encouragement. Uh, additionally, Scripture likens the potential for godly encouragement in a friendship that of, that of a tool being sharpened. Everybody knows this, Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpeneth iron. Notice they're two of the same qualities, the iron and the iron. That means the Christian and the Christian. Walking with the Lord, walking with the Lord. Not, not the iron and some mud. It's, it, you know, it, you, you're equal and you're sharpening each other. You're, you're, you're helping, uh, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Sharpening, encouraging, admonishing, building up, pulling back sometimes. That's what godly friendship does. I'm so thankful that we're not in a club here. We're not just doing this as a, oh, it's part of our dues and, and we got to show up for a meeting and uh, we're, is it, what's, what's it called when you do a meeting? What's it called? Roger's rule? What's, it, what's the rules? Robert's Rules. We don't have to open up in Robert's Rules to have church. You know, we do that when we have a business meeting, but we don't do that for church because we're not a club. We're God's people gathering together, listening to the Word of God and, and growing. And I'm so thankful we're here tonight. And I'm so thankful folks that are listening, and I know they would want many that would want to be here tonight. But I want to encourage you about checking your friendships, helping our young people, helping our young people with their friendships and friendship takes maturity it does it takes a little selflessness um, but we have some great examples of wonderful friends here that that uh, man, just 
be a friend and have a friend. In fact, if, if you're ever in doubt, um, God said, um, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother of Christ. And so he is our example. So follow that example. I just wanted to just be an encouragement about that tonight. It was just when I, when I saw um, this weekend and, and uh, saw how excited Sandy was, I knew at the same time there were some people that were sad. And that's okay. That's okay. We're going to miss her. But when she comes back to visit, I'm sure she will, we'll, uh, it'll just be like you just picked up. And so um, love one another. Let's, uh, let's work on our friendships. And then when the new folks come in, let's be friend, friends to them. And we have a great testimony. Uh, one, one, I'll finish with this. When we were, it was uh, uh, Ryan's uh, dad, actually, standing in the back there. And he looked at me and he says, so how do you know Sandy? And I said, well, she's one of our friends in church. And we're all here for her. And he was like, it was foreign to him. It was, I, he was in awe. He, and he was taken aback. And he was pleased. And I said, yeah, and, and Ryan, man, we love him. Just fell in love with him when he came. And so um, we have a great testimony here. We really do. That's not any one individual. It's, a, it's our church. And so I would encourage you. We'll go get some ice cream later. So, but uh, uh, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much uh, that uh, we can come and gather around your word. And Lord, I, I, did, I didn't have anything that was uh, really theologically uh, expounding or anything, but just thing that you put on my heart and I just thank you for the fact that you are you've designed friendship you show us how to be friends you show us how to love one another encourage one another be dependable and I just uh, again just thank you for loving us so much that you gave us your son that who died on the cross for us and gave his life for us so that we could have eternal life with with you and Lord I just ask that you just be with us uh, tonight. thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed our service if you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.